a lost friend when the sinew on the chest grows weary and the muscles in the legs grow tired from those hard charging linebackers you must always remember the rattlers will Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the Strike Podcast. It's your host, Brandon, here on this beautiful September the 23rd morning. It's such a great day. I'm already going to claim it, man. It's going to be such a great day today. We got a big game today versus Alabama State University, and it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. Um, I know usually I record on Sundays, but this week, because this last Saturday game um was... You know, it was an out-of-conference game, and I knew this week was going to be a big one. I wanted to kind of record the morning of the game, but it's going to be a big one. First day of fall, football is in the air. You got to love it. It's a big slate of football games on today. I cannot wait for it, but none bigger than the one at 6 o'clock tonight in Bragg Memorial, man. I can't wait, man. So today we're going to talk about that game. We're going to recap kind of the West Florida game, which was a, a pretty decent game in the first quarter, man. The first, uh, first second quarter was a pretty decent game. Then A&M took over in the uh, second half, but we'll talk about that. Also, um, we'll talk about some things that are going on at Bragg Memorial. I was talking about the game today, but there's going to be some big things coming in the, uh, coming in the wintertime in December. It's first day of fall. We know we jump in seasons a little bit. But in the wintertime, there's going to be some big things happening up there at Brad Memorial, man. So let's go ahead and get this episode started, man. I appreciate y'all for tuning in to the Strike Podcast. Make sure you're checking out One Will, his latest collection that he has on TampaTees.com. That's right. You can check out One Will's latest collection on TampaTees.com by simply just going to his social media, O-N-E dot W-I-L-L, One Will, One dot Will. Make sure you're checking them out, or you can go to Google and just type in one will, one dot will, Tampa Tees, and the link will pull up right there. He has some nice cozy slides, some nice shirts that you could put on too, man. If you just move in here and there real quick, like throwing the tees, something nice and simple, man. That's how we try to live around here in Tallahassee. But make sure you support your local people, man, here in 850, man. Make sure you're checking out one dot will, one will's collection on Tampa Tees. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. Let's go ahead and get this episode started. All right, y'all, welcome back. So just to do a quick recap of last week's game first, West Florida. Now, I told you the previous episode that West Florida was holding their teams to only three points a game in the first two games of their season. They only held the other team to three points. And you saw in that first half versus A&M, they held us to three points. It was a three to three tie in that first half man um I t- i'm telling you man uh i gotta say like shack shack said i'm sorry i was not familiar with your game brother i was not familiar with west florida's game um just because you know their games are not on tv really are not really broadcast so i couldn't really watch any tape on them but just uh, beginning of the game, hearing their where their players were from, where they transferred from, now I was like, oh, okay. I see why A&M added this team on onto the schedule, man. A lot of people were complaining about the schedule with playing West Florida and Lincoln later on in the year uh, out of California. 
But I see why FAMU did that, man. These are some high-caliber players. It may be a lower-tier school, but these players are from some big programs. So they're just like A&M trying to build up, trying to build up, grabbing talent, grabbing transfers, trying to build up, man. So hats off to the West Florida team. They they stuck it to FAMU that first half. But the second half, Musa got into his bag, man. Um, A lot of people wanted uh the, 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 the switch at quarterback, man. Uh, but I was watching social media during the game. A lot of people wanted the uh, switch at quarterback but i told you that uh hey willie simmons said in the press conference in the beginning of the year right before the jackson state game he said this is my man i'm sticking by his side and he's sticking by jeremy moose's side man uh so you won't see a you won't see a backup come in i don't think if famu's down i don't think you'll see a backup you saw it was the office kind of stagnant that first half and you saw him stick with moose in the second half and moose kind of got into he got into where he needed to be, man. Uh, and it was a great second half. Uh, FAMU came out rolling, scoring. I think the first, if I can remember right, the first two drives, FAMU scored a touchdown just to get that, that lead increase. Uh, but FAMU ended up winning 31-10 to 10 to West Florida, which was a good game, man. I got to say, the score might not say it, but if you look at the box score and look at the, the score breakdown, the when, this game, when the score uh, points were scored, you'll see that it was a close game and it was a pretty good game. Jeremy Musa ended the game with 271 yards. One thing I have to say about that is I have been keeping an eye on the uh, – the other quarterbacks around the league. Now, Alabama A&M does have a quarterback that puts up around the same amount of numbers as Musa does. But if you look at some of the other quarterbacks like Davis, who we see today in Alabama State, they are only putting up 160, 150 yards a game. Um, I want to know if that's because I'm going to try to do some uh, looking and some digging a little bit later on this season, if that's because of the, t- the way the clock is running now. Um, our teams not being able to run it as much as it passes as much as they want to or going to the run game a little bit just to kind of speed up the clock. Don't want to slow down that clock any more than what it already is, man. But I want to know that. But you see, uh, as in the numbers, fam, you want to spread it around um, with Jeremy Moose, 271 yards, two with three touchdowns, no interceptions. Good job, Moose. Uh, 18 for 27. Very good job, man. Very good job on the game, man. I got to say, though. To move along, because I don't want to hold you too long, man. I don't want to hold you too long. Man, oh, man. I'm sitting here watching the replay of the game. I just got to say, one time for Cardell Thomas, man. One time for Cardell Thomas, uh, man. Man, I hate to see it like this, man. But he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. But, uh, oh, man, that kind of threw me off right there, man. One time for Cardell, bro. Uh, but uh, I got to say, my plate makers of the game for this game right here. Got to say. Mm, it was hard. It was very hard to make this these choices. First, I got to say, Mr. Versatility, Nicholas Dixon, brother, tight end, wide receiver, wherever you want to put that brother at, he, he he's going to play. He's going to do what he needs to do, man. Got to say, Nicholas Dixon, you get the first plate maker of the game for your performance on last Saturday versus West Florida. Two for 72 yards, one touchdown. Um, I got to say, dog, uh, brother, you can play. You can ball out, man. I appreciate you, what you're doing. And the always Mr. Reliable, Mr. Terrell Jennings, you get the second plate maker of the game. Two rushes for 79 yards, one touchdown, man. Fam, you gets it, and they get to the end zone. They get it, and they get to the end zone, man. They get it and get to the end zone. I got to say, uh, 
you can see two t- both of these players had two touches for 70 yards, over 70 yards in a touchdown. Like that 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 shows the athleticism that FAMU has on that offense. If nothing else does, that shows. Um I'm ready for a game where I see a receiver go for a hundred. A couple receivers go for a hundred. I think it could be this game. Um moving along. Uh I gotta say too, the plate maker of the game. I gotta say that defensive backfield, uh they play lights out, uh cover cover great uh couple, I think a pick or two uh but cover great man great job great job for that defense uh backfield man but uh moving along the Alabama State team I think our wide receivers can do pretty good versus Alabama State team um our wide receivers they they're shifty right um Alabama State from what I saw on their defense that middle is kind of suspect right once you get into that safety linebacker that little combination right there is suspect um, I don't know if it's a communication, lack of communication on that part, but it's a it's a little suspect. Um, but you can you can switch cheese them up. I think our slots can can do pretty good. You put Marcus Riley in motion, put him in that slot, or Shereed in motion, man, because he's he's balling out too, man. Um, but if you could put them in motion, get them in that slot, um, or either uh, open up our tight end play, that can uh that could be pretty good, man. I, I like what we can do on that wide receiver rise. Now that defensive line, I got to say, a defensive line. With uh Cardell um might being out probably being out this game um man I hate that but uh with Cardell probably being out this game that defensive line they they got some dogs on that defensive line they got some dogs on that defensive line for Alabama State man um they got some they got some boys on that D line you got Kelvin Stokes number eighty nine he he's balling balling um watch the game versus Miles. He gets to the ball. Watch the game versus Southern. He gets to the ball, right? Gets off the block, gets to the ball. Also, Traquan Thomas, number 57, you got to keep an eye out on him. You got to keep an eye out on him. Um, And Colton Adams, their middle linebacker, number one, Um, no disrespect, but this white boy, hey, he's invited to the cookout, right? He's invited to the cookout anytime, bro. This brother gets to the ball, puts his nose on the ball, right? Don't let it. Please, I can't let him get a hand on Musa. Cause he hits, right? This boy hits. Um, so uh, but they got some players. They got some players on that defensive front. That deep, that four, that front four, that uh, that middle three. They got some defensive player. Now the, the type of defense they run is a four three mainly. Um, they do put move. They do switch out the uh one of the linebackers for maybe a striker, maybe a uh, you know maybe that uh that nickelback player. Um, they do switch that out, but they do play a four three defense. Um, stout at the stout, they pretty stout at the ends. They they hold the line, but that defensive back, like I said, they they got some big boys. They got some playmakers, but that defensive, I think we can, I think we can get them, man. What the way uh, Willie Simmons draws up these plays, I think we can get them on that front. Um, now going to um our our defense side, we got to play, we got to play ball, man. They got some players on this defense. On this offense that can that can really 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 play man um I I'm, I'm gonna tell you and um let's just talk real quick their quarterback was a four star recruit right coming out of high school number twenty two rated quarterback in twenty twenty one so he's no slouch transferred from Arbor to Alabama State. He's no slouch. He can play. So we have to keep an eye out on him, man. We have to, have to, have to wrap him up because he will pull that ball down and take it if he needs to. He's not as quick. 
Not as shifty, right? But he will pull it if he needs to. He will pull it if he needs to. Um, and they have a wide receiver, a more fitting name. What more fitting name than Keyshawn Johnson? Um, Keyshawn Johnson plays A, number one. That's all I got to tell you. Watch for number one. We have to keep an eye out on him. Um, we our defensive backfield. We have been playing. We have been playing pretty good on the defensive backfield, man. We have been playing pretty good on the defensive backfield. I gotta say, you have uh players like uh, Kendall Bowler. Um, has been playing lights out. He's our star defensive back. Um, but they have been playing lights out, man. You also have, you also have Lovey Jenkins. He is playing good. He is playing good. But we have to play. Uh, pretty good on this defensive back, man. Um, as I'm told you, I'm sitting watching the replay of the West Florida. We just got a pass on our defensive back in the fourth quarter, but I was a backup. So, man, but we had to play pretty good on that defensive backfield, man, because Keyshawn Johnson can take it. He can take it and he can run with it, man. Once he gets that ball, he might be a yak player if he was at AM, man. But yak boy, if he was at AM, but they have a pretty good offense. Uh, offense, they like to pass it more than run it. Uh, the offensive line is pretty big. They can hold it, but I like Gentle Hunt as long as he he plays healthy. Um, I like them, um, Isaiah Major. I like them uh, to come in and, and wreak some havoc too. I want to see what uh I want to see what old uh what old uh uh what old the DC got going on, man. I want to see what he has going on. I want to see what he does this game, man. I want to see the blitz packages he he puts in. I want to see the pressure he puts on that quarterback. I want to see that nice and early, man. I want to see that defensive line get off the ball and get to that quarterback, man. And kind of wreak some havoc early on, man, just to let Alabama State know that their 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 sting won't sting these rattlers today, man. They won't get sting. They won't sting today. They will get bitten though. Um, but that concludes another episode of the Strike Podcast. It's going to be a great game versus Alabama State. Make sure you get out to brag early. Um, the game starts at 6 o'clock. Make sure you get your parking right. If you're tailgating, make sure you're doing it the correct way. They did make some changes to the tailgating. Also, too, the big news on A&M's campus this week was A&M Brad Memorial will host the playoffs this year for the Florida High School Association. So that's pretty big. All these things that have been done to Brad Memorial through the blueprint, through Tallahassee's uh, government, has paid off, has paid its dividends, man. Bringing in the new Jumbotron, also putting in the new lights, and also the wording and branding on the fields and on the Jumbotron is pretty nice, man. And it's it's nice to see you reap your rewards a little bit, see your return on investment a little bit by the high school association coming down to Brad Memorial and hosting the game here, man. That's what we need here. That's what needs to be done, man. It was done in what uh Dope Campbell, uh Ben Hill, down there in uh the Citrus Bowl. Um, but bringing it up here to Brad Memorial and this nice stadium that it is is gonna be pretty good, man. I can't wait for today's game. I told you I'm going out there to the game. I cannot wait to get there. Sitting on the reserve side, get that feeling, man. Get that feeling. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. One thing too, I meant to say this. Is it wrong for me to to, to have a pom pom? Like I, I ain't had no pom pom since uh since I was a jit since <laughs> didn't take it to a game. But man, I was thinking, man, what I might get me a pom pom, shape me a pom pom too, man, for this game, man, just to show them rattler striking, dog. But that concludes another episode of the Strike Podcast. I appreciate y'all. Enjoy these slated games today. We got some big ones on, man. Some big games today. Uh, in the college football world, but appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good week.